1: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
2: Fly, fly, order be a fly.
3: Fly, fly, come and be a fly on the wall.
1: Yeah.
3: Hello there. Our house is a mess. Get your ass in that seat. Welcome to Fly on the Wild and Podcast. This is a show about dating and parenting and relationships and books and what happens when you record it all for the world to see. I'm your neighborhood-friendly black girl,
4: Amber. And I'm Ben, understanding what it means to do housework.
3: Oh, you're understanding what it means to do housework.
4: Yep, I pulled my back doing housework.
3: Well, I think that's more of a testament to um, how... Infrequently, you go downstairs and vacuum. So, when you were asked to do that today, you pulled a muscle.
4: So, what should that tell you? It should tell me that you got to stretch before you do housework. Housework is a physical activity, you know? Housework is a physical activity. I can run 30 miles, right? But put me to vacuuming or even just walking in a mall and I collapse. There's certain kinds of tasks that are so draining for me that I'm unable to do anything
3: you just this is I, this might be the whitest most malest thing you've ever said on the show uh, oh. we we have to play the tapes uh, but just like oh physical labor in my well,
4: own home well you are very similar like hiking like you can run on a treadmill right. you can pick up you can do lots of um you can stand at a concert forever yeah but we don't have what to hike hiked- every
3: day and we should be cleaning every day
4: well yeah no I totally you yeah totally understand
3: is there a mouse in here?
4: I just heard a squeak. heard a squeak, <laughs> squeak, squeak. This
3: is not planned. There is something squeaking. And let's just pray it's not a mouse. And if it is a mouse, you about to see something funny happening we're rolling we just gonna keep rolling let's just let's, let's just keep rolling uh if you don't get some good laughs uh on the show today you should be getting some really good laughs in Atlanta Georgia tonight because we are currently on stage if you're listening to this on the Wednesday drop we should be on stage because December 20th is our live show so thank thank you all those of you who are currently at the show or you went to the show and I hope you enjoyed it uh It's going to be great. We've been working really hard on um, this script this time around, making it even bigger, even better. So I'm excited about that. Ben right now is also rocking that sweet, that sweet, sweet baby Jesus merch. That sweet, sweet baby Jesus merch. So if you would like to purchase some more merch, you can go to com. Let's jump right into the show. Is this mouse going to ruin my life today on the show? No,
4: you're, you're fine.
3: Okay, we're, we're going to try to make sure it doesn't. The first segment of our show is called Hashtag Influence. It's time for the hashtag. Hashtag Influence. Okay, Ben. Let's talk about virality today, okay? Because I, I told you about this at the house, but I wanted to just... You, you did the research on the story. So there's this bride and groom, Madeline and Jacob. They recently got married. Congrats on their nuptials. And they have, they <laughs> filmed and made a whole yep. like content series of this wedding. And this wedding is estimated to be about uh, worth about $59 million. So Ugh. this was a rich rich wedding. Okay. Blitz glam Fart. content. So what typically happens when you go super, super viral on the internet, if this has never happened to you, if you've never gone very, very viral on the internet, let me tell you what's going to happen a lot of people are going to congratulate you and be like, oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. And what are the other people going to do Bear?
4: They're going to do offensive recon. So basically, it's exactly what it sounds. They're going to do reconnaissance of all the videos you posted in the back. So like any white person out there, you you slipped up, you said the N-word, they're going to find it. <laughs> they are going to find this video. Uh, you made some like mental health joke. You told someone to go unalive themselves. They are going to find they're this. they going to find it. Anything you've ever done on the internet that you forgot about, maybe just uh, you made fun of neurodivergent people when you were 14 years old, they're going to find it and they were going to accost you. Yes, they are. They're going to put it on blast because they're going to leech off your virality.
3: Absolutely. 1,000%. And sometimes... The internet, I mean, has good receipts. They they do yeah. their research. They're really good detectives. So in this situation, the internet discovered that the groom, right, the groom ended up, let me get this correct, Ben. You can say it as I'm looking it up.
4: So the groom, a few months prior, I think in January of this year, before right. he got married. Of 2023. Mm-hmm. 2023, he fired a, a weapon at officers and with the intent of, of hurting them. And now he faces up to like 20 years in prison. Uh, He he survived. He didn't get killed. The thing that baffles me about this, though, is that he posted bail for $20,000.
3: Yes, and these are like... You know, very rich, white, like millionaire, billionaire. I think her family is the heir of, like Mercedes-Benz.
4: Yeah, they work for Mercedes-Benz. I think they owned a couple of dealerships, so decent money. He, I think, represented some like famous country music he was part of the country music association like they they have money they have wealth tons uh, of money yeah
3: two major uh, mercedes-benz locations so she's the the heiress of this family
4: twenty thousand dollars won't even buy you a mercedes-benz twenty thousand dollars will buy you a decently used car it will so this guy tried to kill, kill police officers police
3: officers yes
4: survives he is not harmed goes to a wedding and then, you know, now well, to, it's his wedding, his wedding goes to his wedding, but it was able to post a $20,000 in bond. Like you could just sell, you can, people can, can scrap together $20,000. Their people, especially. Yeah, That's a easily. drop in the
3: bucket for them. That's and a night out. So what ends up happening, right? This bride who shot all this content for her wedding to make the streets jealous ends up taking all of this stuff down. Yep. And what we really want to talk about today is essentially You know, everybody wants to go viral. Everybody wants people to be jealous of their stuff. But then when the internet and the trolls come at you, you know, you can can either stand on business, as the kids are saying, or you can delete your content on your page. And that's what she did. Do you think, should she have deleted the content? I don't. I don't. I stand by, like, let the wedding live. Now you can start a new series of what your husband did wrong. Or
4: maybe, like, marriage in jail or something. Like, she would just, because he goes to jail and then she has to maintain a relationship with him for 20 years in jail you know? I'm
3: invested I'm watching this show but it or do you think it would be in poor taste to leave these videos up start that viral series and monetize off of
4: I mean it's your husband's crimes? it's obviously poor taste but the internet is for poor taste like let's let's be real the Are internet you kidding? is about poor George
3: taste. Santos right now is racking up I, I I read that George Santos who charges 500 dollars a cameo. You know um, the disgraced congressman of the third district of did New you York.
4: Did you meet him? You met him. I right?
3: did. I did. Well, I was in the room with him when I went to DC in March of earlier this year. Who? <laughs> shout out to the Patreon. A patron just so happens to work at the Capitol in DC, and I I reached out uh on the patreon um during the patreon i reached out on the patreon and said like hey are there any dc patrons here i'll be there uh met this patron she said i work at the Capitol. i can take you on a tour of the Capitol." and as she's taking me on a tour of the Capitol, in the room where you know no bags no phones out i see george santos just like talking somebody's head off um so i saw him i did not stop him and speak to him does he have
4: as much butt filler as it looks like does he look worked over No, well, no, at butt that filler time- filler in the face. He filler. didn't have-
3: It's not, okay, it's just filler. You can just call it filler.
4: I thought all filler was butt filler. It's the same filler. Like, it's the same- Do you put I, the same filler in your lips as your ass?
3: I do not feel confident saying that on the record. I just like yeah, when the the people- When people get
4: filler in their mouth, it just looks ass-like. It looks butt-like. Really? It looks booty-like. I'm like, is that your booty or is that your- no. I've,
3: I've never gotten filler, obviously, but yeah, yeah. I, I de- it, it, it fills the face. It plumpens the face, which uh, there's something um, Buddha, youthful booty. about that. But I'm saying, and, and round, what, was I, what point like was a I butt. making? I two got million myself. dollars. Yes, he's, he's made two million dollars on Cameo just because people, it's like <sighs> he's kind of the hot gas diva right now. But in reality, I'm like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that? He was misappropriating funds. He's lying about his identity. He's lying about his resume. And now he's making $2 mil cameos.
4: It sounds like this young couple lost an opportunity, right? Right. They made all this beautiful wedding content. They went to the, like the uh, Palais Opera House, which Amber and I went to. You can check out our TikTok. In yeah. Literally that. Bali? They rented out that entire spot. It's this beautiful opera house. They par- shot part of the John Wick, um, I think. Uh, John Wick 4 there It's incredibly gorgeous Yeah Actually My My picture of Amber On my phone right now Is her standing At the this Enormous Beautiful yes. fireplace I'm
3: shaking my head Because that picture Makes me look like A true villain you know, so, Oh you look I'm so like, cool <laughs> No it's It's one of those like Pictures in between the shot You know how you have like a smooth 15 pictures That yeah. you have And then you're like Oh this one definitely isn't yeah. It. yeah. That, that's the, that's one, that the ben one I choose in background. That's the we'll, one I choose. We'll post it in the Patreon And
4: then they were at The Palace of Versailles I think it was like $2,000 per night To stay near there And so they put up This huge beautiful wedding And I feel like They could have Capitalized on his Court case You know yeah. I, I bet I bet our I, lawyers Were his like His bail
3: was it. lower Than what we pay For our wedding
4: I think it I think it might have Been equal to it I think we no. paid no. I think what we paid. I think what we got we some help, right? From who? I think your didn't your mom buy you your dress? She bought me the dress. Privilege.
3: <laughs> that, which I'm very grateful, mother. Mother, if you listen to this, I'm very grateful that you bought me the dress. But I wouldn't call. That I thought it was fifteen
4: thousand. I think we. I think we budgeted fifteen thousand dollars for our wedding.
3: Yeah, and we saved that. And we paid it.
4: Yeah, within like months.
3: Right. What? But here's what I'm saying. In what? This is. you know you see a lot of flexing on the internet (laughs) yeah and sometimes not from us obviously well i mean we we try our best to not make it look like a flex Mm -hmm. we try to be like hey we're going to paris as a family we're going to try to vlog our time there but sometimes it just is a flex so like what is that you know what's that sweet spot of like i want to share the cool things i'm doing and what's going on in my life but i don't want to just be like Ah, 59 million dollars. It's, it's ah. actually
4: both and because y'all need to check this out. Watch Amber's Tazo video she made with Issa Ray. And in this video, she uh, pretends that she's like Issa Ray's best friend. And you're delusional in the video. Right. But it, you were actually doing a brand deal with Tazo, who Issa Ray has a partnership with. Right. So you actually did go to the event. And then you did get like Issa Ray's permission, where like you're like Issa. Rae, Issa was like, "Hey, I want to give you a hug," and like, and 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 Amber was like, "No, no, no. You have to pretend to hate me. Like you actually coached. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I had you to co- tell her that. I was like, No, I wrote
3: this script for you to hate yeah, me.' Yeah,
4: yeah. You have to. You had to coach her. Not so coach you, her, but you know, direct. So, it, so that's yeah. sort of a flex. Like it's so clearly you're like making fun of your delusional self, right? Yeah. And that's the funny part. But you actually did collaborate with Issa Ray. Just that's in that the brief flex. moment.
3: I'm not going to sit here and act like me and Issa are best friends. But in that brief moment, you, I was supposed to be meeting her. And I told her what I wrote for this content script. And then she, and which I, I just want to say, like, Issa Rae is the sweetest person ever. Because she was like, I can't curve a hug from you. Like, the internet will hate me. I was like, I wrote in the script. We got to do it. Are <laughs> we rolling? Are we rolling? She's like, you are crazy, but let's let's get the shot. So she's just like, so, so dope. She so she helped you out. But you yes. are also
4: delusional because that's how you sometimes are. You sometimes, like, right. you pretend you're on Broadway when you're just in your living room.
3: So what you're trying to say is this couple should tell a funnier story arc about their man- their marriage, their lives together. Like, I think she would kind of win public favor because everybody's kind of in their fuck the police era anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. So she would probably kind of win a little bit of public favor if they share the story of what happened.
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The story could be so horrendous and awful. It could be
3: horrendous and awful, or it could be like, you know, I was drunk one night and the cops show up at my door telling me to keep it down. They were wearing all
4: black. I thought they were black people. Like, how is that funny? That's what they could have said as their defense.
3: Who was wearing all black?
4: The cops. Cops wear black, I think, in Utah.
3: How is How? Okay, this is my question to you. Or, or it was like North Carolina. How is? The people sharing a comedic reveal of this story and sharing. Oh no, I no I'm not trying to make it comedic. Instead of yeah, I was saying, h- how are they going to win back public favor by sharing that they're just racist?
4: Well, because we're in a land of racists, so I feel like they well, would. Well, maybe get a lot for of, their
3: audience. Yeah, yeah that, for their audience. That might right. trend with their audience.
4: Yeah, which I don't think it's funny. I'm just how do you win, win? I was like,
3: what? What part of that was funny?
4: It's not funny. It's just how do you win favor? Well, you win favor. You just pull the Trump card, like just be racist. And then you can, That's not how you win favor. I mean, here. he became president, so. That's in this not, country. But, but,
3: but Trump's, a lot of Trump's following ain't on TikTok. I'm talking true. about how do you win over Gen been, Z? How do you win over Generation Z? What, what, it's a good story time.
4: So I think this stuff was posted on Instagram and TikTok and, TikTok. and YouTube. I think right. they posted everything. And I'm so. not
3: trying to say that people that voted for Trump aren't on those platforms. I'm just saying. That,
4: yeah, you, how do you win over the people yeah, that I them, know to Well, you, you Trump, could, I, I think a that's cop. a good idea of, of making it about like, I hate the cops. So I just, but even that, like, I feel like even Gen Z is not, most people are not going to say if cops show up, you shouldn't start shooting at them. Right, like, you right. You know of what course, I mean? Of course, but I, I,
3: I bet your bottom dollar if there was a funny story and a character behind this guy, he would win public favor. We've seen that. You remember when yeah. freaking Dahmer was on Netflix and people were like, I mean, Jeffrey so, was fine. I'm like, what is uh, wrong with you people? Th- th- but that's how trendy, people are. Like hot when Dahmer. you, I guess, like, personalize it and sh- show the person behind the, the crimes, it warms the audience a little bit for whatever reason. I don't F with that. I'm not buying no George Santos cameo, and I don't think Dahmer is fine. But people, unfortunately... Can fall very easily into that, you know. I,
4: I think the the true villains of a lot of these stories, um, you know, like George Santos, it, he's a, he's obviously a villain. But I think the true villains are the people who enable him, like the of people who bought the cameos. I'm yeah. always struck by that. We're so mad at the individuals, and we're like, "Well, we allowed we right. ourselves as a society allowed this man to do this." I gotta think the journalists should be blamed. This guy was able to get elected. <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> and no, and no, nobody no. did a background right. check on this man. Like You're that's right. that's insane to me. Uh I I'm uh I guess in this case, this whole case is just screams of white privilege. This idea right. that even anybody could have that amount of money, fifty nine million dollars just on the on a wedding. wedding, not I on your like yearly I income, was, your wedding. I was pissed that we spent fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. I was not pissed. I was just what should have been cut from the wedding. You're on the mic. Maybe the husband. I don't know. You cut the husband out. It would cut have been cheaper. No, yeah. you're
3: the cheapest part of the wedding. <laughs> it's the other stuff.
4: Um, Maybe get rid of a couple of groomsmen. I didn't need all those people. Well, a couple I'm not friends with anymore, so. Ooh.
3: Ooh, Ooh yeah. Well, wow. not
4: couple. I mean, just... Just one, actually.
3: Ben, ben did have a fallout with one of the
4: groom's people. The groom's people. I am friends with... No, no. I don't know. What else did cut out? We, we should it's, have done it in your sister's backyard, in uh, your grandma's house backyard. And
3: Oh, no. And, and everybody you get like bit up by mosquitoes. Father of the
4: Bride. Remember that? He he suggests that they get married in in the backyard. Can It'll I save c- a lot of money.
3: Confession, I never saw that movie.
4: Oh, Father of the Bride? Yeah. Oh. We should it's, watch it. Yeah, I with would Steve watch Martin, it. Steve Martin, right? Yeah, it's, like I've, it's I've definitely really, seen like the
3: cover walking through Blockbuster, but I feel like we chose another. It's movie very that funny.
4: Night. It's a good. It's a good movie. I should watch that. Yeah, it's cute. You want to move on cute. to the next, yeah, uh, next segment? Yeah, next segment. Done next. with these freaking white
0: Indeed.
4: Mother people.
3: Them y'all folks, honey. I know. $59 million. Wow. The next segment of our show is called Imperfect Parent. Imperfect Parent.
1: Imperfect
3: Parent. Say me, me. Uh, So this is a segment of our show where we talk about our lives raising a 19 month old Uh, and she's been doing very well. The doll is currently out of the crib, and she's uh, sleeping in the regular bed because she was crawling out of the crib. So we, she was doing full we were,
4: like flips out of the crib. Yes,
3: we were forced to uh, relocate her, um, and now we're in the process of redesigning her bedroom, which is really fun.
4: Yes, uh, Amber had me last night after our little argument we had. She's like, "Ah, oh, but I need oh. your help to." Uh, up these lights so she had me working and i felt bad because i was not being the best of partner so i felt guilt ridden honestly i feel like white guilt is a good thing any sort of guilt can be a good thing people talk about white guilt well you only do this for white guilt i'm like honestly that's the only way for a white person to do anything nowadays like just get them to be guilty and things can happen so it wasn't
3: even white guilt you were just acting a fool and yeah, then I started acting guilt. a fool and then we had to we And then we were guilty. and then I always extend typically an olive branch like five minutes after an argument. You know I do that.
4: Mm-hmm. Like I'll go You have to angry. get your licks in though. I... A little bit. You're like, okay, oh now sure. you want to help. Oh now this. Oh yeah. Like you sort of.
3: Yeah but that's me saying like I'm ready to talk to you. Just really escalate <laughs> If I'm not talking to you, I mean you really really messed up. But if I'm saying like would well, be nice to get some help in here. Like that's me basically saying like all right, come on, let's make up. Let's hurry uh-huh. up. <laughs> you don't think so.
4: No. Tell the people how you feel then. No, not at all. But uh we did we did reconcile and we got back together. So it worked. Yeah. I think the the argument was basically I I swear a lot and I was trying to put something together for Amber and I was getting frustrated so I was like you know, F, fuck, fuck you know, quietly. And she's
3: repeating everything. She didn't we've repeat had, it. We've had this argument on the pod.
4: We have. So, and I was like, stop swearing. She yelled at me. I was like, whoa.
3: It's so funny that that's the only thing you heard because tell tell the whole truth now. How many times did I ask you on like the I mini- just kept
4: I just kept forgetting because I was cooking and then I was putting things together and then Wild was running around and I was watching her so I was doing three things at once and so when I was cooking I made a mistake and I swore and Amber's like please stop, please stop very cussing. kindly yeah I and then and then Amber and then Wild got into something she did it I was like oh shit or something I, I, was, I was like, like please stop please stop cussing and then I started putting together a thing while watching. The food I was cooking, I swore again, and then man, Amber turns stop around.
3: cussing! No, no, no. That was a. It was like the maybe time four I snapped times. was maybe time number seven.
4: Oh uh, man, she yelled at me. But actually, I realized later that in my mind, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm just learning how to not swear." You know, this is all this is all growth. But I realized later, afterwards, that me swearing in front of her kid, our kid, was triggering. Because that's sort of an upbringing that you do not want her, because of your own family like trauma that you brought in. Right, right. I wouldn't call it
3: like. Did you hear that?
4: I did hear that tweet tweet. There's some sort of tweeting sound going on. It could be a bird. Tweet okay. tweet.
3: I'll take a bird. It, it did it sound, sound more bird-like bird. than mice-like. I yes. I'm I'm not deeply traumatized by that but it is a huge trigger Trigger. you're like you grew up with father to be cussing 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 angrily
4: yeah and then and then of course i'm a jerk at this point because i'm trying to do a million things and i'm swearing and i downgrade what you did and i was like sarcastically because this will help the situation Mm -hmm. i was like yeah and yelling in front of your kid is also like you know, and that's Which great like for you.
3: Point, yeah. Point was you you don't you don't have a point when it's like, no, you shot first. Like, stop.
4: I, I was like, honestly, my. And then I was like, yeah, yelling in front of your kid is more traumatizing than saying a few words while you're like trying to put stuff right. together. Oh, Ben is and the that king. Didn't, of, that didn't help the ben situation. Ben is the king of
3: like before you try to attack what I did, let me try to find something you did.
4: I think we'd both do that. No. Oh, yeah, cause brother.
3: I, cause I apologized after I was like, you know what, I shouldn't have been raising my voice. Like that wasn't cool. And now this is the part where you apologize for cussing. You were like, well, you were raising your voice. I'm like, I just apologized for raising my voice. Cue you, right? <laughs> and you standing behind the curtain, wait, waiting in the wings. We we're like Get on stage.
4: I like, did apologize. I did apologize. You did. I did. And, and, then, and then we and put then together put, our room. And put together the room. We put together the Little Mermaid room.
3: Which is also another point of conflict because I want her to have live goldfish in this underwater fantasy I, that I've been trying to create. And somebody that I'm married to doesn't have vision. So here we are again. <laughs> so to
4: be fair, I think there is a lot of things that go into owning a fish. Like you have to clean the aquarium. Wild what about, what take about me since I
3: haven't owned a betta fish?
4: <laughs> I mean. The black part got it no i i'm okay i i'm not black and i didn't own a betta fish or i'm i'm white and i didn't own a betta fish so i i don't see color in this situation
3: (laughs) it's the woman thing well what is the woman thing it's my shoes
4: it's the cleaning part no and also wild loves to grab things she's really into just ripping things up so i didn't want to do that but i I did. Oh yeah, she's opening up cough drops and then handing them to us because we're using <laughs> them all the time. Like, oh, we're both well, sick. even
3: on days that we don't want the cough drops. She's like, yeah. I was like, just. <laughs> like, uh, she opened stop. up so
4: many. I told Amber, like, oh, just give them to me. Because I was like, I can't no, but they're all waste. hairy
3: and just they got. She, she'll put them on the carpet and then give them to you as like, get these cough drops uh, out my face, bro.
4: All right, but back to the goldfish. I did have a listener send me a. A wonderful article from the New York Times about how goldfish are an invasive species. They're very aggressive and they can grow to be, you know, a foot long. And so buying goldfish is actually very harmful for our ecosystems. And so I think I'm, I'm sure doing something. I'm buying
3: snakes are harmful for our ecosystem Do you as well, love Mother which... Gaia? Who? Mother Gaia. I don't know who that is.
4: Gaia is the earth. It's the personification of our earth. Do you love Mother Gaia? Uh, Yeah. I don't think you do because you would understand ecosystems.
3: Then why? Okay, so I feel like maybe two or three weeks ago you were advocating, you, you were a, a lawyer, an attorney for a snake. So us owning a snake and messing with Mother Gaia then, does that, see, you doing it That's hypocrisy. You're doing, you're doing, hypocrisy. Right, you're doing yeah. right now what you'd be doing in arguments.
4: Yes. Like, so I, you're
3: unable to see how you just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, you got me there. I did get I did get you, but I I will concede that she doesn't
4: need a fish right now. How about Thank that? You. Yeah. How it's... about
3: one night you make us? Oh my god! You remember we made that cod the other night?
4: It was delicious. It was like a it was so good. Amber is hating on my food. I basically it was a cod that was based in this um parmesan mixture, so it was like fried Stop. cheese.
3: Run that back.
4: And cod It was so good It was like a It was like a cheese nobody It was a fried cheese Cod sandwich No nobody won't know
3: Sour and cheesy fish
4: then, And was, then Cause
3: Parmesan is a sour cheese Ben so
2: It was so good I was like
3: Why does this fish have cheese on it It is not like no Filet of fish Where it's like Oh a cheddar You know what I'm saying It, it was like a, a cheese That you typically go To On fish
4: you get the umami from the fish, you get the sour taste, and then I put a lot of lime on it. So you get that.
3: No, lime and salt works. It's the lime the salt, and, and lime salt, and maybe heat works, but that lime salt and cheese. I thought it was
4: really good. I ate them. And, and our babysitter who's from the Midwest was like, oh, this reminds me of like Midwest She's from fish. the
3: Midwest, so she was being nice. That's what that is. That's that Midwest She nice. ate it too. She's like, I'm from Wisconsin, so it reminds me of home. I'm like- Whatever girl You she, you know she, We pay her So she, she gotta put on A good face Like the fish is good But you know that fish Went right man Put some seasoning On that fish Like the old bait We have the old bait So why are you Overthinking it
4: I wanted I got it off the internet I wanted to try Something different So you liked it Yes I truly enjoyed it I liked The fried in nature The burnt cheese
3: The next segment of our show is called The I Do's and Don'ts of Relationships. I do, I do. I do, I do. I do, I do. I do, I do. do. We're really excited because we now have the Fly on the Wallin Advice Hotline, and you can call 1-833-FOTW-311 if you have questions, if you need advice, if you're in a romantic relationship, a work relationship, a familial relationship. So we have some calls, and I'm going to play them. Yeah, please. I'm going to play them on my computer. Okay, here is our first call. Hey,
2: Amber and Ben. You guys are so funny, and I just love getting a part of your little family. Okay, here's my question. So I have, um, uh, I don't even know, someone that I met, like, in middle school, and we've been having an emotional relationship ever since then. We're in our late 20s now, and I really, I'm at the stage where I just want to, like, pray to God to let me release this guy, Um He's one of my best friends, but when it comes to us being in a relationship, I think he's really tied to who I was when I was younger, and now that I'm evolving, it's like things align, but then at the same time, they don't. There's so many issues, one being like, he has a child. I hate that fact. I don't know how to get over it. But I really do love him, and when we go out, we have the best time, but I also feel like I have I need help truly closing out this chapter so that I can like be open to meeting someone else. All
4: right. Yeah. You got to write a new chapter. You got to end this story.
3: Yes. end this story. If you
4: hate him having a kid, then it's over. It's over dog. Yeah. It's over. And, and you know, it's over and you just have this emotional attachment. I wish there was an emotional attachment drug we could take that, de-attachment drug. You just drink it. You ever watch uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? I haven't seen that. So basically, this is the premise. She, this w- caller, this woman, they, uh, this person would p- go to this doctor and they erase the memories that you have of the relationships that you've had in the past. And so if you want to get over somebody, that's what Jim Carrey does. He goes to someone to erase this relationship he had with this woman who he still loves very much. Mm. And so, um, and it allows him to get over it. But as there's some nice little twist here and there. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies in college. I just watched it over and over and over again. And uh, I think this would have been really helpful. But in this case, you need some emotional detachment because you have all this history. But yeah, if you don't have a, you don't want to mess with the kid. Like,
3: yeah, there's literally nothing that he could do to not have a kid. Well, I won't say nothing. But, but <laughs> people
4: do kill their children.
3: To, to date, it ha- American murder next door, freaking yes. Netflix. But the, uh, obviously, we're exaggerating. Um, yeah, there is absolutely nothing that can be done. It almost makes me question a little bit. Not to blame you, caller. I'm I'm super glad that you called in. But like, why did you start dating him, or did you find out there was a kid? After the fact well, like, they were best
4: friends. So it sounds like they've had this really long term relationship.
3: Yeah, but they reconnected yeah. after a couple years, is what she said.
4: It's Facebook, that Facebook. That Facebook that just pops up. You're like, but oh, you I haven't see, talked to them in a while. Right, you know?
3: but you didn't see kids in the pictures? Did he have the kids and you then know, later men, she, like Men just so hide you know. their
4: kids. Men hide their kids. I could totally see kids. that. I
3: could totally see that. They which put is them really in the closet
4: up. underneath the bed. Okay. In a treasure chest, and, down the ocean. Yes.
3: They 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 put them in in a little suitcase in the closets, but here's the thing about it. So there, there had to be some part of you that knew that he had a kid, but why proceed if you know you're like, or, or
4: why? Why did I proceed with you? I know you were emotional damage, and I still proceeded with you. You know, no, I'm just saying why proceed with anybody despite. Right. Well, you look past their flaws, right? You you but understand that the kid is
3: that. not his flaw. Like he had a kid. Who I'm assuming he loves and takes care of. Well, she says that she hates
4: that fact about her. She hates that.
3: No, I think she hates the fact that he has a kid.
4: And I think also she doesn't know. She says, I don't know how to get over it, implying that she knows societally, like, you need to be able to be cool with other people having kids that are not yours. You know what I mean? Like, I think there is something special about. Blended families and the ability to like make it work, yeah, of course, and and trying to do that, and I think she understands that it. She can't do that. She can't do that. I think she regrets that a little bit. Do you, what do you think is worse? Is like
3: she wants a kid, but she just wants. Oh, their I don't. Family? I, I have no idea. Or, I don't want to make. Or She's any just assumptions. like I want to be child free. Period.
4: I mean, I, I don't know. It could be any of those. I think just the idea. I mean, there's so much hurdles. That I'm thinking just off the bat like that kid might not respect you as an adult figure. Like yeah. oh you're with my dad but you're not really my mom. Or that kid might just be a bad kid and then you have to deal with I mean it all sounds like baggage. the child's
3: existence is what bothers her.
4: <laughs> it could but also kids cost a lot of money and yeah. all of a sudden you go from being alone where right away you start dating someone and now you have all these new expenses right off the bat. With me and you we knew that we had time to plan for a kid. Right. We could save up money, and then slowly, like we were able to pay for things. And you know, when Wild was born, she didn't go right into swim lessons. She didn't go right into music lessons. In closing, man, you know what you need to do. You need to break up with this man. You need to move on. You need to take an emotional detachment pill. You can buy them on Amazon using promo code Fly on the Wallin.
3: That's right. <clears throat> Okay, let's get into our second question. You ready for this one? Second question number two, a little, little bit more difficult. Again, thank y'all for calling in. Here we go.
1: Hi, fly on the Wildin podcast. So I'm calling because okay, so I currently co-parent with my one year old's father. Right, we have a good relationship. We, I mean, we aren't friends, but for the sake of our child, we get along. Now. He's vegan, and he's actually entering into being alkaline, and therefore there's some diet restrictions that he would prefer our child uses. Now, she doesn't have a horrible diet. Um, He gives her alkaline rice and veggies, and I give her veggies as well, like carrots, cauliflower, and the other day we tried Brussels sprouts. And she likes it. And I told him, and he's like, oh, why did you give her that? And I'm like, it's vegetables. It's not like I'm giving her ravioli and cow's milk. She's drinking almond milk and eating veggies. I don't understand. I guess I'm just trying to figure out, because I can't just limit her. I don't, I eat everything. Mind you, I don't have these diet restrictions in general. So the fact that I'm trying to Keep
4: up. It's like, bro. Yeah, what are are your thoughts, initial thoughts?
3: I say, if you want, to the father, if you want her to eat this way, you need to be doubling down on you do all the meal prep, you do all the meal planning, and all I have to do is throw it in the pot and give it to her. Because you you have to do all the preparation. And that's what, you know, we've reached... A couple of disagreements about things. Uh, at, a, at a big specifically, yeah. Not even just food, just like, you remember our, our cloth diaper argument? Yep. And it just sometimes comes down to like, okay, where well, are you going to be helping me with all of the, la- the additional laundry that helps with this thing? Or are you just making rules and then you're expecting me to carry them out? Like that's what's challenging and frustrating. Yeah. And I'm sure she feels that way for sure.
4: I wonder what their times their time split is because the kid is one and a half. She said, or one. Yeah, it
3: sounded like very early. Yeah,
4: very early. So if you if the kid is more with you, then that's more groceries. Like whatever. I mean, yeah,
3: you buy the groceries then.
4: Yeah, you buy all the groceries. You make all the plans. Um, I would present this to him, being like, "Hey, I will do this under these conditions. Under these conditions, like write the conditions in which you would actually do this. And if there's no conditions for you to do this." Then just be like, "Hey, I will, I will do what I can and feed her how I how I can." But you gotta feed her, however way you want. Right? When you have her, you know. Because it takes planning to Different parent, follow yeah. this
3: diet, to follow this structure. So if he's wanting to list demands and not be a part of the solution, you know, be Ben. I'm all the time because Ben will always be like, "You ordered this little cheap thing off Amazon." I'm like, "Okay, well, yeah. here's a, a a item that we need." Go order it and, from wherever you like. And I will. And sometimes you do. And sometimes oh I forgot to order that. Or I'll I, be like, I, you, know you know what? I don't kind of care
4: enough. It. I don't care enough that about it. You gotta pick much. your
3: battles. Right.
4: So if, I would put the responsibility on him. Hundred percent. And be like, I'll do this, but here are my conditions.
3: Hundred percent. And if you and if he can't like get almost get it in writing. Like, not to be that petty about it, but I love receipts. I love being here's the screenshot where you said you were going to do all the prepping, planning, you're going to pay extra for this alkaline diet.
4: I don't even know what is have you heard of this alkaline?
3: I have. It uh I, I don't want to misspeak on it too much, but what what I I will say that what I have heard about it is from this guy named uh Dr. Sabies. From from other black people that follow this diet, I have heard that he is sort of one of the founders of how like he talks about Again I'm, I'm gonna butcher this So But I just wanna give a, a few bullet points He talks a little bit about How a lot of like The ailments And the sicknesses And the things that we have Are because of our diet Like certain foods Build more mucus mm. In the body And so it's It's just it's, it's, I mean I I can't really speak to You know The medical Part of all of this But it is essentially probably You know Just a healthier leaner diet It's, it's yeah. like all of these diets It's like keto and, Yeah sure and, sure And a raw diet And vegan And things like that So but I think all of my friends Who are actively vegan Go out of their way To make sure that they Have what they need When they come to Or like By I mean I, I will go to a vegan restaurant I will accommodate my vegan friends, but they also know, like, if I'm going to this Christmas party, there might not be as many options for me yeah. or whatever. Or you're also the in people L.A. Know, where there's a vegan or yeah. a gluten-free or something on every single menu. That's true. And in some places, that just doesn't exist. So you kind of have to prepare for those situations.
4: Yeah. I put again, I'm going to say it again. If he wants this bad enough, give him your conditions. Period. You know? But if there are none of your conditions, be like, hey, I'll raise her my way in this regard. And you raise her that way in this regard. Yeah.
3: that See, that one that gets sucks. tricky.
4: But, it, I mean, that's the reality of the situ- situation, right? I mean, it just and, needs and, and, to be
3: like on weeks that you prep the alkaline diet, I'll follow it. And on weeks you don't, you, we can't. Like, we're we're doing our best, but we absolutely just can't. And sometimes, you know, like she just said, like, at first he's vegan and then he's alkaline. Like sometimes these diets just come and go. Mm-hmm. Like we, it, we we try to be consistent about it, but we, we're not. Like I definitely remember growing up in my house, if my mom was on a certain diet, like the whole house was kind of on that diet. Yeah. Like, and so she went through all the fads of like the lean cuisine, the Atkins, and it's just like, no shame, mama, but sometimes they eventually just fall off of it. So my dad's like, we only got to deal with this like two weeks and so she'll, she'll be back to her. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, you know, I'm I'm just being honest. Uh, Those are our uh, voicemails for this week. Please keep leaving us those voicemails the last segment of our show, we were going to do this very quickly.
0: If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Podcast. Need to hire? You need indeed. And because we
3: um, got to get on to the next episode, the last segment of our show is called Shelfie. Ooh, ooh, ooh,
4: All right. Yeah, Shelfie, this is the time of the show we talk about what movies we're watching, what books we're reading. Amber and I watched a movie together called Leave the World Behind. Yep, Netflix. Starring Julia Roberts. Mahershala uh, Ali. Mahersh- Mahershala Ali. Uh, Ethan Hawk, Ethan Hawk, yeah, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Kevin Bacon shows oh, up. yes, yes. Uh, he has a minor role. And then a really cool uh, newer actress. Uh, she was in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's where I saw her. Yes. Um, and it was a it was a good time. It almost we, read like a fable, honestly. I don't know her name. It was based off of of a book, and it does read like a fable. And the premise of it is that this family gets a vacation house on Long Island, but then the world falls apart due to a cyber attack. And the family who owns the house comes back, and they're a black family, and the white family staying at the house is like, we're not going to let you in here because they don't realize that the world is falling apart. So these two families end up trying to live and racism. Yes, these Mi- two general fam- mistress. Yes, and yeah. that the
3: sorry spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. spoilers.
4: Yeah, yeah, but j- they the film is about them dealing with the fact that the world is falling apart, and right, you have to leave the world behind.
3: Thoughts on the outro, the ending.
4: I, the ending is much debated. I thought it worked very well because the thing is, if you ever, ever read a fable, there are these lessons and there are very clear lessons about what's going on mm-hmm. in this story. For example, there's this beautiful scene where the um, these oil tankers start to run aground on the beach. Yeah. And everyone's looking at this oil tanker. They're not moving. and And the little girl for a while keeps on saying, there's something wrong with the oil, oil tanker. It keeps coming towards us. Something wrong with the oil tanker. just keeps repeating it. Mm-hmm. And the family's like, no, 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 no. Eventually until it's right up on them, they run out because the oil tanker would have ran over on them. Right. And I think that's a perfect metaphor about the U.S.'s ability to continue to colonize throughout the entire world. And we keep on thinking at one point, a character says the U.S. has made a lot of enemies, and we keep on thinking that we can just keep on doing terrible things to other countries, killing civilians. We call that—I mean, we the U.S. military for me is always will always be a terrorist organization. And I know Amber hates me, but the thing is, we have we're collater- we trying to get listening. When and when people when people die, we call it collateral damage. But when a terrorist organization like Hamas kills innocents, we call that terror terrorism but the US does the same thing we employ yes, many of the I know same that. I'm just saying, tactics you,
3: you, you can be a little heavy-handed I can be time.
4: heavy-handed but I think what the film plays on that it looks at that that the US has done these terrible things throughout history yes and it, it's implying that hey we we're having this massive oil tanker coming right towards us and we think it's okay everything from glo- uh you know global warming etc I shouldn't say the US is a terrorist organization I don't think They've already stopped listening, man. There's no terrorist organization. I think the way we quantify terrorist organizations are really, really interesting and and debatable. Because um, people, yeah, anyway, that's a larger discussion. I I thought the movie was fantastic. But the ending.
3: I felt a little dissatisfied around the ending. But I, I know directors like to do this for aesthetic and they're... Um, There's no conclusion Again, spoilers, but essentially like the little girl who's been trying to watch the ending of Friends Finally finds like a DVD in the neighbor's bunker She puts that on and that's the end of the movie And I don't know, I haven't seen a single episode of Friends So I remember reading some like variety articles about like Well, everybody knows in this final scene, Ross and Rachel And I'm kind of like, I mean, I, I'm out I, well, Yeah, I, I, because
4: we didn't watch Friends yeah, yeah, so I, I haven't I, seen Friends either
3: Right, so I mean, I'm sh- and I, I can appreciate the ending without having that knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I, d- I definitely think something in that episode will tie to. Like thing. if you
4: watch Friends, you would appreciate. Yes. Leave the world behind this, a little bit more.
3: Yes. Or or I can, I you know, I have enough intellect to conclude like, oh, this is a finale of a show. This is a finale of a world. Like I can make that connection, obviously, but. I just hate when I don't see, like, an actual battle. Like, I hate when a whole movie is about, like, this thing's about to happen. This thing's about to happen. This thing's about to happen. Movie ends. I'm like.
4: And it's so, they ramp up the drama. And they the ramp scare. it up. The scare. And you, th- you constantly think something terrible is going to happen. Yeah, you're waiting it, like, for that. Some violence, multiple guns are shown The throughout. final
3: big battle, the big bad, yeah. and it doesn't.
4: It doesn't happen. So that,
3: that sometimes is a little like dissatisfying to me. But I definitely still think you you all should just like check it out. It's on Netflix.
4: I think it's a phenomenal story.
3: You ready to get out of here, babe? Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Fly on the and Podcast. Please enjoy our live show in Atlanta. We will be in L.A. Uh, in we'll, we'll be doing the live show in L.A. in February, so be on the lookout for those dates. And we'll see y'all next week for the show. Bye. Bye. Listen to us.